about ourselves. Who we are. I mean, this is kind of like a base, real quick, 30-second uh, run-through. It's, you know, me and Taylor. Taylor, this is Taylor. Taylor. One of my best friends for How we doing? a long, long time since sixth grade. We'll get into all that. But uh, essentially, we met. Um, we've gone through life. We've done a bunch of things. And... You know, we met at 11, and now we're 24, and we kind of have a lot of stuff that we want to talk about. Bro. I know. Um, I remember you with the red hair, the poop. <laughs> uh, yeah. It like, well, it, like, flew in the wind and shit. <laughs> I, I definitely wasn't attractive. Cut. You were pretty funny I definitely looking. wasn't. Yeah, I was a funny-looking character. We'll get into all that. We'll have edits. I had a we'll flip have... in my head. <laughs> he had just the always for, like, since eighth, ninth right. grade, tenth grade. Easy. Oh, I had a flip until I had the faux hawk. Yeah, and then now your hair is... And then the faux hawk lasted till the man hair, mm-hmm. man bun. Mm-hmm. So, what we're kind of getting at is, we've known each other a long time. We've been talking about doing a podcast for a long time. We're finally able to do so. Um, as of right now, we are in the Squire Squire Lounge, 604. <laughs> uh, shout out to the Squire. Shout out to the Golden Banana. Thanks but, for Rob, Peter, and yeah. whoever else for letting us do it. Here. And we'll talk about, it's just crazy. Starting this podcast has been so weird. We didn't know how to do it. And it's like, realistically, we just kind of wanted to talk and introduce ourselves and, and then kind of ramble. We're not going to be a known strip club <laughs> uh, podcast. TV yeah, camera. we're just kind of... Just talking. We're, we're just guys. Have we're guests just... on. We're going to yeah. be consistent about it. Mm-hmm. We're going to make it like a legit podcast yeah. and see where it goes. And, and we hope you guys like it. We have like a lot it, of interesting sure. friends and people that we know that... Yep. Collins, we're gonna do it all. It's gonna be legit. We'd love and, to talk to you, and we're gonna give it a solid couple months before we really kind of get going. But we want to. I don't know. We kind of want to explore like the the underground Dude, version throw, of it. You gotta throw the ball, man. Yeah, you gotta just like you let gotta it like let it fly. But as they say, as they say, send it. <laughs> but uh, I'm sending it. Realistically, like I said, we know each other a long time, and um, you know, for me, like I. I I'm from Saugus, Massachusetts. I'm 24. My name's Riley. And yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> no, I'm not. A- <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I went to a bunch of schools. And I've been a recovering alcoholic for three <laughs> months now. I don't know. Actually, three hours. Three so. hours I've, I haven't drank, but. Um, yeah, but you're like a legend from where you're from. No, like it's, a lot of people know your name. Like not like a celebrity, but like just from it's definitely sports and like the reason why we weren't you're a right, good this, dude. Like you have people that have problems with you, and you're like a. Oh, there's know? definitely people that have problems with me, man. That's sure, the, for sure. But like you have a way about you. Like you have like a, an energy. You're a fucking big dude. So like people are drawn to you, and like you're a nice kid. So. Of course, a lot of people are going to know you and talk about you. He's going to leave me crying in the first Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Like, uh, Saugus Mass, Riley McGeckrin, legend. I just... Uh, For sure. I definitely love where I'm from, and I have a lot Look of friends at the that... Little League World Series. You were, like, way bigger than these kids. These, like, malnourished kids right here. Malnourished. Uh, this kid's 5'200", pounds. He's 13. This I was kid would, like, shit that. his pants if he saw you coming up with your hands at, like, 12. <laughs> like, they were, like... Like the, what's his name? Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, they yeah. were like this long. But, I mean, yeah, we definitely uh, where I'm from. I definitely love it, and I had fun there. But I'm from like all over. Yeah, the place, but that's dude. what's cool is like what I was saying was like we kind of like everything happens for a reason. We met and like we, you know, this we went through this life and we did whatever we did and like now we're back where we are and like yeah we met whatever at I, Austin Prep in sixth grade. 
you left junior year. We still stayed friends senior year. Went to all boys school, Salisbury school. With a bunch of us from high school still. Like, it was like you graduated with us. You went to our prom, even though you didn't go to school there anymore. Yeah. I mean, even granted, do we still... I keep in touch with mostly kids from high school. Not, yeah. I mean, I didn't go to college like that, so... Yeah, I did. A lot of the I friends did, I have now, though, are, I like, through my high school friends. You know what I mean? Like, through Fonzie, like, I hang out with Collier and, like, a bunch of dudes. Kevin from Wilmington. Like, people, like, I wouldn't have known if I didn't go to that school and, like, had such, like, a sick connection with all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, we have a bunch of friends that... We're in a group chat. Miss Sherry's coming. Everybody knows. Like, there's like forty like of us. Like for real. Like, and and we all have the same interests, which is boozing. But well, getting you know that's because we're from the, the Boston area. Life. So for whoever listens that's not from this area and doesn't understand the references that we might have, don't be ashamed because Taylor and I traveled the country and <laughs> so in well, an RV. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, we didn't do it together, Here but we, we did it in that you know that that. You know, whatever it was, twelve years span, whatever the map the is. country. Yeah, and I five have five times. I have not done a five. I've drawn the east, drawn the east coast with a dog twice, twice. Yeah, with a dog, which you know, breaks. Which out is breaks. pretty dope because, like, you you pull off. All right, so you're driving to Colorado, dude. It's like thirty-five hours away, so you gotta plan your stops. You drive like twelve hours a day or whatever, and you. It's like three in the morning in Nebraska. You're like, I fucking have had it. I smoke too much. I can't breathe. <laughs> Your dog's like farting and shit. Dude, my car was this far from the ground. I had one inch from the ground. All right? In Nebraska, I'm, I already made it like halfway through the country. And I'm like, I got to stop. It's 3 a.m. Dude, I pulled behind like a Holiday Inn. I let my dog out. He's fucking running around like a maniac because he's been cooped up. Yeah. We're just like raging, dude. It's like a good time. Like, but I'm alone. You know what I mean? At the same time. But I have my dog to fucking like be there for me. I don't know. It's like, it's an animal. But he, even like when I lived there, was like my dude. You know what I mean? Like, not that I'm talking to him, like venting to him, but. Kind of maybe. I mean, the I've fact that. that I had like the responsibility, like, all right, I gotta go let my dog out. I gotta feed him. I gotta spend time with him. I gotta go on a hike, but I still gotta make money and pay my rent and be responsible, ski, have fun. But it was like having a kid, dude, having to like weigh out. All right, I can't like chill with the homies after the, you know, after work and drinking booze and be an asshole. I gotta go home and let my dog out and feed him and cook food and like put it away. Yeah. But, like, that whole experience, even driving through the country, like, prepares you for that. Because you're literally giving it up. You yeah. got all your shit all, in your All car. your marbles in one bag, man. Like It's all in one bag. All or it's nothing, all in one dude. car. All, you're dead. If, if you flip your car and die, that's all your belongings. That's dude, your, your life. Put it car. this way. When I got back from Utah, two days later, I got rear-ended. And the back of my car looked like fucking a Mack truck hit it. This kid was just texting and driving. Duh. Dude, don't text and drive. Three weeks after I get my car back don't drink from and getting drink. fixed and shit, mm-hmm. I'm driving with my dog in the car, and a fucking deer runs out and hits the side of my car like a freaking linebacker, rolls off and runs away like nothing happened. Dude, I had a dent like somebody body slammed my car. Three weeks after I get it, and then I'm driving out there, and all this like the inside of my tires were like wearing out. I don't know what was going how then, on. How do you know that? <laughs> how do you know because the inside that you're trying? Every two months, bro, the inside of my tires had the metal that holds your tire in place, the little pieces of metal. Yeah. 
flying out like it was just like strips of metal hanging out of my tire bro and then one day i got a flat driving in the canyons dude coming home because i lived like 45 minutes from where i was like to an hour depending on snow from where i was skiing or working or whatever it's crazy and when i went to what do you call it get new tires they were like we can't give your car an alignment because the crack there's a crack in your frame we can't help like what are you talking about and they're like you must have got hit in the rear like recently and i'm like yeah i did so for a year when i'm driving in colorado Every two, three months, I had to get new tires because they'd wear out because I physically couldn't give it an alignment to my car. So I'm just driving a death wish of a, of a car in the canyons with my dog and all this shit in my car. At any moment, could have fucking rolled it. <laughs> the tires could have rolled off the fucking car. But you know what's fucked up? Every problem, just car-related, even, like, rent-wise and other shit it all kind of happened the same way if i had a problem with my car something like came about where i could afford to fix it or this gift just dropped out of the sky like uh, dude so many times like i've just had a little sign tell me like that's my next move and i'm like comfortable making it like taking the leap to do it and like you come across like mad shit like but to be difficult but to be able to go I'm not gonna get heated. Let me look around my take, surroundings. Take a breath. Take a look breath. Look at this. I, I can relate to it at least, and that gives yeah. you like a little comfort. Like, oh no, nah, I'm good. I'm good, dude. I'm gonna I don't, head this way. Yeah, like, it's uh, like a fork. Yeah, it's like the fork in the road, the left or right, the yes you or know, no. I mean, you just gotta weigh it out. It's uh, it's definitely interesting. I think uh, you know, with travel and how it's been going lately, like for myself, like flying, I fucking hate it. You don't like and to fly? I, I don't enjoy it. I don't. And, like, I fly a lot. I've, I've flown a lot in my life, and it's just I just don't really enjoy it. And I like driving, it. like, I don't know. I, I don't really like the process of it. And then when I'm on the plane, I just kind of, like, I'm like, wow, I'm risking You'd rather my life. drive <laughs> than fly? Yeah, I'd rather drive, honestly. Well, you it see. It depends, though. It depends on what, like, where I'm going. Not to be corny, like that Jason Aldean song, Flower Stage. Like, that's a true thing. Like, there's really nothing there. But if you don't drive through it, you can't really understand. There ain't dick out there, bro. No, dick. But farmland and power plants and McDonald's factories. I saw that once, bro. I'm driving to Utah my first time. And I never had my dog with me this time. And I'm kind of like second day in, first time driving across the country. And I'm in like, I think I was in... um. Kentucky, to be honest. Kentucky Wildcats, shout out Kyle Barrett. And I'm probably wrong, but <laughs> dude, I saw in the distance Riley Mahan. all these cows. You didn't even see the land. You just saw cows. And they were all this close to each other. I've never seen that many cows in my life. I'm talking about Riley when I was... So if I started to see the farm, I'm driving. And a quarter mile later, that's when the cows ended. Like a quarter mile of cows... From the land, from the from the road where I was to the factory, they were being pushed into. There was one opening, and there was a conveyor belt taking these things in. They were literally just going like this. No, they have like a thing of metal, and it hits them in the brain, and it like kills them. What is it? Just swings. And it's supposed to be humane, but (laughs) 
That's the beef that people want to eat. Yeah, Yo, you ever wondered that? Like, all that meat? <laughs> I think, uh. And that's another thing. When you drive through the country, you see how many fast food restaurants are around. Obviously, McDonald's is number one, but. Yeah. In some towns, there's a McDonald's and a gas station, and that's it. So I've never, I've never really been around that. And it's creepy. I've never been around such a small town like that. Like, I've only been around kind of like a bigger city. And like, not saying that's what I like. Like my one of my close friends, Dylan Peters, he, uh, you know, kind of cordially invited me to be uh, a hand on a ranch. You know. He was like, you were hey, saying man. that to Yeah, me. I did. I told you about we it. We were talking and about hanging out of helicopters. Yeah, shooting, shooting the hogs. I know, yeah. And it's, that's all true. And, like, that's what he told me. And he was like, yo, we should do this. Like, you should go out there. And, like, you know, and this is all me thinking about off-season because baseball, you know, the fall is the off-season. That's, like, big hunting time. And, like, I'm not playing anymore. So it's kind of like one of those things where I was like, dude, I got to work. Like, I can't just go out there and just go shoot some hogs. Essentially, like, it's like somebody going, hey, you want to join the military? <laughs> I guess, like, in a way, because every day you gotta, day, you gotta wake barracks. up. Dude, you go, yeah, you live in a, like, well, it's a nice, you gotta remember, this is a billionaire oil company guy. So oh, yeah. it's like, I would be living in a nice house on a ranch and, like, shooting hogs, whatever, doing, like, I would have fun and learn a lot, but it's like, I wanted to, like, get my life going, you know? There's like, cowboys there, man. Like, yeah, no, these guys these are legit real, cowboys. No, like, like these guys aren't playing are around. Yeah, no, these guys, like, this the isn't man, broke back The mountain. manliest dude we know that could kill people with his bare hands here. Oh, who's that maybe, one? Who's that one? Maybe who, I give me an example. Two, so I know you two know people he... like that. This guy worked for in Worcester, JoJo. Okay. I physically watched him like almost kill somebody with his hand, just like this, pushing Shut it on a on a brick tape. wall. I need to check tape. I need to check. That's tape. probably not a real story, but <laughs> yo, he's not somebody to fuck with. And I've seen a few people like that, and I know for a fact because I've seen cowboys out there. They're skinny like me, booking like fucking fuck people up yeah lift they strong, know they are strength. they're like gun savvy well they're so thin because dude they're on the ranch all day working the land all day and however many thousand forget texas but people out here don't the realize texas that. guys are crazy but, but like they the, don't realize that out here they don't know what that's like they don't know a person from maybe the Lynn, massachusetts is like people who work for like, a living with their hands like yeah like a blue collar they work person, hard like don't plumber. get me wrong but they're not out worrying about a snake biting them and the bears coming. Dude, these, these guys have to go out there, like he was telling me, like go out there for weeks and kill things because they need to work the land. They need to keep the environment. Right. When, when, when our parents go home from work, they don't go into a tent <laughs> on, on the side of this mountain that you've been climbing no. up six days no. to track whatever you track, whatever it may be, dude. Like That's the whole lifestyle, though, that like I've said this to you. Like, I've always been attracted to joining the military or doing some sort of, like, very dangerous things. And it's why I, like, kind of do what I'm, I've am i done. Like, as far as, like, trying to ski the best I can and in the best spots I can afford to or whatever. And, like, the crazy, like, stupid adrenaline decisions I make is because... I've always been attracted to, like, maybe a, I would have to go to war. Maybe I'd have to join the military. Maybe. But we always did even that as a in, kid. Like, even in thinking that, dude, I'm like, well, think about the 18-year-old kid that was sitting on the, the U-boat going into Normandy having no fucking idea what's happening. And then even if he survived, like, the rest of the remainder of his life, like, that's interested me. Like, what happens not only to like the human brain when that they go through something like that but even in the moment like what somebody can do 
Does that make sense? Well, dude, without thinking about everyone it, everyone has a friend that went to the military, and I'm just blessed that like one, yeah, like literally. I'm almost like, glad I didn't do that. Well, because uh, you know you have like everyone has best friends. Like I don't care who you are, you never have just like one best friend. It's like I have like six. You know, like like these are my boys. Like ride or yeah, die, yeah. like eight. You know, whatever however many it might be, and like but the other one ones you'd still do shit for. Yeah, them. no, they're all the same. Like it's like not. I've had so many different experiences with each of them you know like in whether it's i was in this state or that state whatever um but my boy matt like is like a brother to me and he went to the marines for four years and he came back different and he didn't even he didn't even he didn't even go into real combat it's what they put you through prior just to get you ready got him that fucked up and he's not fucked up by any means i mean the, the kid is the kid has the best head on his shoulders you know it's like but you could but it's tell a different type of like they shock you. I yeah, think. they they literally scare the fuck. I out think of you the goal you, is to break you down. Break they break you your, down to your bones, man. That's but what exactly. happens to the people that don't break down? Do they become the seals? And maybe the, and the main, I don't know. Main. I don't know, dude. We talk about this all the time. Like, but I like, want to know if I'm breakable. Like how smart? Well, how smart? Like it's almost like how smart can I be? How much brain intake can I have? Like how much can my brain withstand? Like like can I be? Can I be able to? get tortured can i be able to do these things in under certain circumstances that people can't do yeah people can't do lebron james with a gun to his head how does he react you don't know just he's the best athlete on the planet almost can he skeet out if you had a bomb on his back back, whatever whatever the stupid it is it's it's kind of crazy to think about you know like it really is. The military idea is tough. And it's tough because if you're watching this and you're in the military, you're looking at us like we're fucking, fucking assholes. Pussies. Because we No, no, no. Because I know, I know a bunch of guys. They don't think that. I think it's more of like you don't know. And I'll never know. But I know what a Listen, brotherhood is. I don't know what it's That's like it. to like, be on the top of a Humvee at with a fucking 19 <laughs> years old and the guy in the front seat who's my com- next in command going, you see that nine-year-old boy approaching us? Shoot that gun. You're talking about a I'm point talking oh, about one chance. My though. friend about I know who told me this story. And the only reason I know about the military so much is when I lived in North Carolina with Nick. Mm-hmm. This kid Chris was like twenty six years old. He just got like kinda out of the military. He was like, I'm gonna go to school and I really like vibed with him. I chilled with him all the time. He showed me North Carolina, all the hiking spots, you name it. And mm-hmm. in these drives and hikes, we talked a lot. And he said, I mean, I don't know if he'd like me to say this, but I'm going to say it. One day being like fucked up, he goes, you see those beads right there? And I go, yeah. They were hanging around his rearview mirror. Yeah. He goes, that's from the first kid I've ever killed. Uh. And he was a nine-year-old boy with like a bomb on him. And he had to do what he had to do. It's like that movie. It's like uh, uh, American Sniper. But you take him and he's so, he loves life, bro, so much. You see it in his eyes. He loves music. He's like really cultured, dude. He plays the harmonica, plays every instrument he's you can cultured. think of. He plays he's, the harmonica. No, 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 no. Like, he knows like mad, he's seen mad places. Like yeah. he's all around the world. That's all I ever wanted for like, baseball is that. What I mean by cultured is like the, the music thing is a culture thing because like a lot of people here, yeah, we like music, but we're not playing instruments, a lot of people we know. But people from the south and out west I know play guitars they play the and they know yeah. an instrument. Well, because you know what else? It it's means nice outside. Like they might want to take their guitar outside. Cultured and <laughs> I'm out here in out here in February in fucking one degree weather. I don't Alright, so you take that kid who actually saw live combat. He went to the Afghanistan twice. And then you take his roommate, who was just coming out of the Navy, because they grouped him together. And he was around the 24. 
and he sometimes would go off the handles, bro. Lock himself in his dorm room with a bottle of Sailor Jerry's, handle of Sailor Jerry's. He had a tattoo on his forearm, Sailor Jerry. He, <laughs> he was in the Navy, and he lived, he lived on a ship for like a while, however long they live on a ship. And I think he, it kind of drove him nuts, but to the point where whatever his routine was on that ship that made him feel comfortable, he would, in like times of chaos in his head, revert back to it. He'd lock himself in his room. I'm talking about desks and beds in front of it, sheets in front of the windows, and just play video games and get fucked up alone. By himself. By himself. And we've tried. We. I mean, I, I think he's like, I don't know what happened to him. I think he ended up kind of getting better. But that was like an interesting thing to see at 20, 19, 20. It's this kid, a little older than me, not able to like explain why he's... Thinking the way he's thinking, yeah. you know what I mean. And who knows if it's the right or wrong thinking? Like I've been thinking about that a lot. It's like what's right, you know? Like what's the right way to think? Like how uh, how is the media trying to make you think versus what you think? It's being able to. I had a big problem with that man. It's being able to see exactly. And like me and my me and my buddy were talking about this, and like it's it's being able to take messages, information, and process it, and then put it into your own. So whether that's what you believe politically or whether that's in sports or whether that's in school you're 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 thinking it you you processed it and then you moved on and you made it into your own you're not sitting there and you're like i like this music because other people like this music yeah and i'm bumping it because that's what's cool i'm there's a lot of it. people like this i'm i know yeah and this is what i'm trying to say it's like i'm bumping this music i am because it's making i me believe feel in, a i'm a republican way. because not because my dad was and he just told me that was right. Not because, you know, I saw this on the TV and this is what this news reporter said. This is like, you need to do, not, you don't even do, need to do research. It's about just knowing. And like develop your own exactly. ideals. Your brain works so well. Like, like why not use it? Like, the, it, look what we're, we came from like Catholic upbringings and like, I don't want to discourage any, you know, current religious believers but if you could take that because we don't we're not going to church every I don't day know I, I have a cross uh, on my neck and a tattoo of a cross on my back but yeah. I, was, I still believe in a higher power but what i ended up fully realizing about all the teachings we learned about growing up and even just the way the private schools ran and shit it, huh. you know it's kind of like the schooling this, system Look, look at I like history a lot, and I'm grateful to have gone to a private school that taught me some really good history. And if you examine, like, I always, a lot of people like that know me, know that I refer to, like, World War II a lot. And, like, if you look at what Hitler did, as far as the school system, we kind of, uh, and forget, like, what he did. After the war, we started really siphoning their ideas as far as schooling and how to run a nation, because that was this big rally, and it took over Europe. I know. And people were like, "What? Like that? What's in going like, on?" In like five years here. And um, see it, we own it. We ended up stealing like a lot of their scientists, Operation Paperclip, and they started NASA in the fifties. Like, if you look at the missile progression and like all of the education, all of it really stems from German people, bro, from World War Two. But like, if you look at how we went to school we wore uniforms we were kind of given 
freedom, but really not. Yeah, I mean, I did whatever the fuck I wanted. We did what we wanted to fucking do, but, like, I'm grateful I went through, like, a structure like that, because if I didn't, bro... Now picture this. I wouldn't be, like, able to articulate myself like this, or be good at math, or fucking... Well, whatever. Picture this, right? So you have public schools, private schools, and then you got same with same with college, everything. And I went to private school, and then I went to a prep school, and then I went to a public college. Yeah, you had a lot more exposure to different schoolings than I ever did. Dude, I'm telling you right now, I went to Austin Prep. We had very attractive women. We had short skirts. We yeah. had... It was co-ed. It was... It was uh, a lot freer than the 1950s, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, we were, I mean, I was... Post-World War jobs, II has nothing were, on us, There were handjobs happening in the fucking library and people getting... Hooking up in the bathrooms and people were doing this before school, that before school. I can tell you more stories about that later, but... Low jobs on but buses. Whatever it might have been, I'm just saying, going through it and seeing that structure and then going to an all-boys school, 300 guys... There were 100 guys pretty much per grade, you know, not mathematically. It was like 80, whatever. Um, I graduated with like 100 guys. And all the, the testosterone was through the roof. But all we did every day was wake up and grind. Like from 7 to 7, it was wake up, go to school, do your homework, work out, go to bed, do it again, do it again. Did you, you enjoyed it, though. I loved it. I thrived. Did you I like hated the camaraderie? Thing. I loved it, dude. That was the best part. Was a you lot of people brothers, I know, you know like miss that, and I don't even think they know they miss it. My friend, my friend that I was talking about, Matt, he was in the Marines. He was told me today. He was like, "I miss the Marines. I don't want to go back in, but I miss that brotherhood." Like yeah. just like we had, we had that brotherhood when we were at school. That grade, our grade, there was like thirty guys that we all fucking cared about each other. Like for sure, we all partied together. Like if someone was gonna fight, if if John Hardy got in a fight tomorrow. Like, We're gonna back I would have banged this dude out. I well, if it's a rando, head. but if it was between people we knew, no, that's like, it was that's, done after an hour. Yeah, exactly. And like, that's guys sometimes. That is guys, but you know, pretty much what I'm saying, and it's like, you look at this, you see the structure, you see what works. Not everything is cookie cut. You yeah, know, yeah. I think like, you know, LeBron has a great idea, and like with this whole school coming in, that's unbelievable. Like he's doing great. But people need to understand that that needs to start happening. Like people I don't know need what's to start. Oh, so LeBron yeah, opened up a school. Confused. Oh, he didn't even know. Like, oh, LeBron. so LeBron opened up a school. University? Opened up a high school. Or I had a dream about be, I think it's. I think it might be. I don't know exactly how like many a, grades it is. They have these like schools like you went to. Yeah. They're like um, private funded. Yeah. Where yeah. they can do whatever they want kind of deal. Yeah, this is what they this send is. like people with wealthy kids. So I guess there. with LeBron's school, it's like 275 guys, uh, you know, kids from Akron, Ohio, girl and boy. Um, and they all, no matter what, if they graduate, they get a free tuition to Akron, Ohio University, whatever. So that's awesome. And, like, he did, did like, gives them a bike, gives them, like, clothes, gives them food. Like, he's helping them out. I think, eventually, like, schooling needs to to kind of turn into a, uh, you know how the healthcare system in uh, Canada, it's just paid for. Everyone yeah, has yeah. healthcare. Well, that's I'm not a saying, given, dude. But uh, healthcare is one thing. But I think I'm with talking the about education, it's, should it's, be, it should be free. It should be able. I should be able to go take a, a class and not have to pay thirty level. grand. And I think like we're really robbed. Like we got a good education, but I promise, dude, we didn't even get fifty percent of a high caliber. Education meaning like with what though? You ever like, heard of like Cambridge and in, in uh, yeah the the UK in England in it, yeah yeah like they're fucking taking a MI six agents out of there like these are tell like this is MIT yeah you know but that's what you're but talking for about. high school we they have these things 
but everybody can still be taught that curriculum and understand it. I get people have autism and ADD and all this bullshit we've created and giving kids pills to fucking test them and all this shit, but everybody's intelligent. We have a brain. We're capable of this. Maybe you got to learn this way. You got to go into that classroom and learn a different way from the kid who can memorize the board, whatever. But we can all get that same level and not have to pay for it, dude. We paid to go to high school and middle school. I know. Like, I didn't have the money for that. I was thankful Rob fucking was around for me for that. Or else I'd be in Methuen High. Which wouldn't have been good. But that would have been good. But, um... Alright. Hold on. We need to, uh... What is that? I'm getting a, a little background music. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Dude. I'm getting everyone pumped up. What a song. I Listen don't even in. think you can hear it. Hey, but I'm serious. So, all right. So why I'm putting this music on is I think this needs to be the time we give out our Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever it might be. Mine is at Riles Dagger. It's R-I-L-E-S-D-A-G-G-E-R. Everybody that's following you is listening. I know. They're following they're listening, but I'm saying... All right, TJ period McCabe. TJ period McCabe. Uh, I think you guys should give us a follow and definitely, definitely follow his golden banana. That golden banana. So, it's actually underscore golden banana. <laughs> okay. Because the golden banana and golden banana... I want to know, take. so this is what I'm going to say for the first first cast. Let me turn this off. Sorry. Um, first thing is, I think what we're going to develop is we're going to do like a two-day two day a week regular podcast we're just Two talking y'all shooting the shit to start and then on once once a week we're gonna do like a maybe like a stripper game thing i don't know we're not well, official that's like this is next level we don't know next level but what i think is we do the two episodes a week here yeah whether one a week is just me and you and the other one is we got somebody sitting here. yeah we'll gotta guess the you can't see it but and then like i said dude like, when I was listening to that podcast of them hiking, it was fucking dope. Yeah. Oh, like if, tell if, them, we, went, tell if about, we went to, like, okay, this is an example. We have a, let's background story. We're from the Northeast. We're from Boston. So we have, I have a lot of friends. And we're he in does too. the sick area. We're in the sick we area. We need to go to the beach, the mountains, yeah, any school or a city. He's being biased. Can't be biased on the podcast. The only thing you can't go to is a, is a desert. <laughs> But right. pretty much what we're saying is that we have a lot of pro friends, pro friends in all sports. I didn't and say anything along those lines. I know, whatever. <laughs> you didn't say anything along I'm those lines. I'm talking about visuals. I, I know visuals. You're saying all right, connections. We're gonna but have a lot of freaking. I'm talking about guests. the guests. Guests. We we we, he, we got strip clubs. We got pro athletes. We have just intelligent friends. friends. We just have intelligent friends. You guys are gonna love it. I think it's gonna be friends of friends. It's gonna be just great. It's just gonna be a great thing. I think it's gonna really melt meld. Meld. Meld or highlight? Meld or like highlight. welding and melding? <laughs> welding and melding. Are they synonym and Okay. It? All right, what was I saying, though? I think we need to go on. So if you were <laughs> to listen to our podcast, it'd be two days a week. Two days a week. One time with a guest, one time just us talking yeah. shit, yeah. and another time would be would more be, video. No, in a random location. Oh yeah, that's in what it was. Boston. Yes, that's in, what it was. In an ice that's rink, in a fucking yeah. So if we're interviewing, for instance, Wayne Gretzky, car, we're in, in a, a car, in a, yeah. at a coffee shop, yeah, and at your shit, mother's house. We might go to New York for a podcast. We don't know. We're just gonna underwater. Kinda, we're just gonna kinda, in the air. We have about we put a, <laughs> a six month time limit on it. We want to build this thing. We want to get no some time frame. There's no, no, there isn't. <laughs> I just made that up. But a six month, more like. 
developing, you know, like kind of understand like where we're going with it, like scheduling and I don't know, shit like that, you know? So we that's, have Tommy for that. We have Tommy for that. Tommy is going to be he's great. Our, You'll he's meet our Tommy. production guy. Tommy's our production guy. He's Shout legendary. out to Tommy McNeely. He literally looks like he's the lead singer of Van Halen. He I looks mean, the like guy Van Halen. Is, the guy is legendary. So we're on top of the strip club, back at it. Um, we're going to talk. I think today was our first episode, and we haven't committed to the name. But Wasted Talent might be the name of the podcast. In the first episode, I wanted to talk about drunk stories. So oh, I like it. Good it was going to be, yeah, it was going to be just like each of us tell a story of, of being drunk. And maybe we go two each, maybe we go three each, maybe we talk about fucking, I don't know. I know like, what I want to talk about first. Right off the bat was my weekend was funny. So, we, recent. Uh, that's good. That's Mine good was funny this weekend. I mean, okay. I've, all right. Like the last few summers, I've kind of been, uh, I don't know. What do you want to call it? Uh, traveling. Her- traveling hermit. Traveling hermit. But I haven't really had like six summer in years, bro. And I knew even last summer I was having a wild time, but it was alone. I wish I could have gone out with my friends all the time because it was sick there. But I wasn't, up- I had friends, but I wasn't about going out all the time, wasting money, whatever. So this summer's been pretty sick. Like I've had a lot of memorable weekends. Some I can't even remember right now, but if people said, hey, we did this, I could fucking go off on the story. Yeah. But, like, I've been grateful to fucking be able to do a lot of shit because I've been working, I'm home, whatever. But, like, this weekend was pretty fucking full circle on last summer for me because I had this psychotic idea. I wanted to move, I wanted to come home for, like, two weeks, get an RV, get a car that could tow the RV, and go back out west. Fucking send you. And just fucking do, we'll it, fucking do what I was doing, but not pay rent. I'm living in an RV with my Fucking dog. see Just it. full send. Moving wherever I wanted to ski. That was it. I wanted to do it. I saw mad people. If you park your RV at these local resorts, they let you do it for free. As long as you have the pass. And you can live for free. You just park. Whatever. I had this wild idea. Okay. I came home, crashed my car, ruined it, stayed, had to get stuck. Stuck at home. Uh, I know. Had I to get a new car. I had three different cars until I got the Jeep. Like, whatever. Great so, Jeep. It's a great Jeep. Having a fun summer. Fonzie's like, meet us at the boat. And the boat that he has is in Gloucester. And the house is five minutes from there. That is dad's building. It's just a big hole in the ground. There's no concrete. Yep. It's a hole. It's pretty much kind of laid out where it's going to be. And this is August. This is this weekend. This is like August, Gloucester, Mass. Beautiful. Beautiful. This is like the time to be there. Yes. So I'm getting out of work. I work Saturdays at the Squire. I open it up. I'm here all day. And I usually go out. I'll shower. We were supposed up. to hang out. We were supposed to hang and out. And I was supposed was to show supposed you. supposed to be shitty out. But Friday, we, I can talk about Friday, but I'm going to talk about the RV. I understand. And I'll tell you about Friday because that's when we both chilled. Yeah. All right. So I go, Fonzie, what are you doing? And he's like, come to a mile marker. So I drive there. It's like 25 minutes from here. Grabbed a bunch of these seltzers and like I walk to his boat. I know where they are. And I'm drinking on the boat with like Kevin and Perry. They're just chilling there. The whole night goes on. We were having such a good time just like on a docked boat that we just stayed there. We didn't even go into There's a bar right at the marina. It's like high-end boats everywhere, dude. Yeah. Like million-dollar boats yeah, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. All these rich people. It's fun. It's like Jupiter, Florida when 
in the wintertime. So we, we, we're fucking shit-faced. So we end up stumbling back to the RV somehow. We get to the RV. And we were going to sleep there. But there's like five of us. And it sleeps like ten. So when we got into this thing, dude. Sleeps ten. We were like 12-year-old boys in a little living room, jumping around, hitting each other. Jumping on beds. I slept in a bed, Riley. Like this close to the ceiling. I hit my head every hour on the ceiling. So I was on the bus traveling. Brutal. It was like just like sick to stay in an RV like that. Because like this time last year, not only did I not have my friends around me. That's kind of like what I wanted to do. And now this summer, a year later as I'm thinking about it. I'm in an RV with all kinds of kids that I love. Yeah having a sick fucking time the boys are buzzing and it's just like i woke up the next day just hung over didn't want to do shit and fonzie's like they already planned to go on the boat butch came in with limoncello put it in the freezer i'm pretty sure he told us uh. take it home to the boat with us we didn't even know what he said we didn't even we illusioned that he was there he was actually there at like seven in the morning he's like looking around the place is trashed the first time Anybody else but Butch has been on the RV. Oh, God. Dude, Butch this place was horrible. The owner of the... So, this is Fonzie's dad. Fonzie's yeah. dad. That's... So, Butch. he's like, we're on the boat in three hours. Get ready. Like, in a nice kind of way, too. Like, I, I figured he'd be mad, but he wasn't. He was laughing. Because he knows. He knows we're just having The boys a good are fucking time. 24 The boys are chilling. The boys are and out so here. So, we get on the boat. I, I rallied there. And we had to end up having a sick fucking day. We were like... We need to go back to the RV one last time. And we just went there and watched the sunset, dude. And it was just kind of like how crazy is an that interesting you could, moment. How crazy is that you could, like, rejuvenate? Because, like, obviously in college when you're younger, like, you can drink so much. And then the next day you're fucking at it. Whereas, like, now, like, being older a little... Like, even though people might be listening to, like, 24 sound old... Going from 19 to 24 is I'm a fucking, different person it's now. Just, well, everything's different, but, like, drink, if we're talking strictly drinking-wise, I can, like, I can drink a lot, but the next day, I am hurting. So, the fact that you guys were up on the RV, like, right ready away. to go, like... Well, I wasn't rally. Like, I had yeah. the worst headache. In the beginning, you probably <laughs> were like, there's no way I'm taking a sip of and, beer. like, bro, I haven't drank like this in my life. This, this year of my life, I've drank... Stupid amount compared to what I used to do, and Which like it's kind of like subpar. It's like subpar with like the rest of the twenty-four New England community, but it's still a lot. Four or five days a week. Yeah, and well, when and I, working in a strip club. And when I wake up, I really never like had this fucking splenetic until Sunday. Out on the sun all and day, and I was like, I, I'm gonna be on a boat. I didn't have my contacts, bro, because my eyes were fucked up. So I wore glasses all night, oh. and I'm like, I'm no way getting on a boat with glasses. I I'm, I can't even see in the sun. I had sunglasses on my thing here, and I was swapping them bifocals like a pirate. Like, it was, I was like, you see that girl? I'm like, hang on. Hold on one second. And I put the fucking glasses yeah, on. Good. And then I'm like, it's too bright, put it's too joint. bright, I gotta put the shades on. Put the joint in my But mouth. dude, uh, I don't even know, what was I saying? I forget. But no, I woke up and I was like, fucking, if I get up, we'll see what happens. Because I'm still in the bed, like this close from the fucking ceiling. Got up. And I hear Fonzie's like, he's showering a little bit. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put my head in the shower. And I did. And I instantly like got rid of the headache, cold shower. 
And I still told Kevin and, and Fonzie, yo, I'm not going. I'm not going. They were like, fucking, you're a bitch. Come. Like, all this Peer shit. Peer pressure. Love it. So I come out, and Fonzie's like, you really not coming on the boat? And I go, all right, Kev, I'm going on a fucking boat today. And I gave him, like, a hug or whatever, a high five. And Fonzie's just dying laughing, like, fucking knew you were coming, you cunt. We ended up having a day, dude. And I've had a couple Sundays like that, which is why my, my summer's been dope. Like, I went to Bernie's with Kev and Perry and sent it with them, like, without Fonzie. We were, we were like, Fonzie, I'll drive to Bernie's. Like, I won't drink. I'll just smoke. Can you come out and, like, have a day with us, bro? And he's like, I'm not doing it. And we were, like, all woke up hungover from Rob's party, and we're all shitting on him. And I started crying like a baby. I was like, wicked loud and like changing the tone and screaming kicking why and they started doing it too so now you had kevin perry and a bunch of dudes crying like babies and he was laughing but he wasn't laughing he was like drop me off at home right fucking now right right fucking now drop me the fuck off we drop them we're like fucking we're not dealing with them we're dropping them and we go to bernie's i have a sick day i end up getting the fucking ticket like 20 bucks for whatever and we're driving home, and we see firework sign. We bought a fucking mortar firework, and we're like, we're going to light it off at Fonzie's house. It's like midnight by the time we got to Wilmington. We lit this thing off, and fucking, he calls us like 30 seconds later. You assholes, like butchers outside, freaking out. There was the loudest thing. It shook the house. My grandmother's out. <laughs> My fucking grandmother was out. He was I upset. Hit. I felt bad. The Boston like, accent is legendary. I felt a little bad, but it is what it is. I was like, just another Sunday sending it. Sunday send it. And, I mean, I'll tell you what. I have a lot of drunk stories, and, Here I mean, I like, I like talking about them. I played baseball <laughs> i like talking about it. well i do because it, it it seems you know when i tell a story about my drinking it seems to end in uh you know uh banging somebody no not necessarily having sex i mean just kind of just something happened that just was so unique that like these guys you know because i would be i'd be playing and i'd be in the bullpen and i'd be talking and and it's the fifth inning and some guys pitching whatever it doesn't matter you know you're paying attention you're sitting there looking at the girls in the stands whatever and I'd be telling these stories, and it's just like, you know, these guys look at me, and they're like, what the fuck, I don't believe you. But I'm like, dude, this is, like, this is what we did up this there. This happens. You know? This is different. Like, I, you know, a lot of people don't know this about myself and him, but, you know, we started doing things when we were 13, 14 years old. Not saying that, you know, that's not... Nothing like crazy. Not the norm or whatever the norm is. I don't know what the norm is. It's just what we were doing, you know, drinking, smoking, doing that, and, um, you know, when I went into pro ball, and I was telling these people, like, you know, hey, like, when I was, you know... In a senior in high school, I went to this party, right? And this is this is great. I love so, it. So we went to this, we went to this party, and I was actually going to see my buddy Ryan Sullivan. Ryan Sullivan, hi. He lives out in Hopkinton. Shout out. So we go over to this this girl's house. He's like, "Yo, we got a party, and there's a lot of money out there. A nice house. So we're out there having a great time. And when we're done, like drinking at his house, and we get to the girl's house." I'm like, dude, like this is gonna be fun. Like this is gonna be girls here. I've never, I don't know, I've never will see these girls ever again. Yeah, I'm a senior in high school. Like, who cares? You know, like, so we go out and we go to this girl's house and and <laughs> he's talking to the girl that owns the house and she has a bunch of friends over. So end of the night clears out. There's three girls, three guys, 
me, my buddy, his buddy, and the three girls. They are hooking up with their two girls. My girl is like got ex-boyfriend problems. She doesn't want nothing. So I'm Daddy bullshit. Issues. I am very, very intoxicated. I am 17 years old. I am blackout drunk. And balls are full. B- balls are balls are purple and full. And I thought I was getting some and I wasn't. So I was upset. And like I I didn't know what went through my head at that this moment. But for some reason I was like, I need to get back at this girl. At the house, at Owen's house. I don't know why I need to get back at her. I need to get back at her. You're going to do something. So I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm a piece of shit. This is back when I was a piece of shit. Like, yo, you'll realize throughout this, this, this podcast, Riley was, a high school, Riley was a high school piece of piece shit. Piece of shit? Riley was a high school piece of shit. If you knew me in high school, I put a fake face on because I was a piece of shit. So I went to this girl's house, don't know her, didn't get some, wasn't supposed to get some, and thought it was right to not only... Whip my penis out and piss in her basement. Okay. This is, this is, I've done this. I'm, peed on her rug in her basement in the corner. Not everywhere. Respectably in the corner. In the corner. Just yeah, so nobody... Yeah. Just so they smell so no it. one sees it. So now, ready? This is the best part. It's a smell. So now, I'm like, that's not enough. So I go up to her fridge. Okay? And I go up to her fridge. And I go back into the basement. And what did I bring with me? A gallon of milk. <gasps> Brand new. Unlock it. Open it up. I lift up her cushions... And I'm like, I'm going to dump this gallon of milk underneath your cushions. And it's going to get all moldy, <laughs> gross, and smell. And she's, and, she, and she's not going to know. What is it? Ready? So I do it. I lift the things up. And I'm dumping the milk in there. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Dump the milk in. Fucking dump the milk all over the top. Because at that point, I was like, send it. And send it. So I, my buddy goes, my buddy's like, oh, he's done banging his girl. He's like, all right, let's go. Like, So we leave. So in my head, I didn't know this all happened, but in my head, I'm like, damn, like, I can't believe I'm about to get away with all this. Even though I didn't know what happened, I, like, it was like a, I don't know, I was so fucked up, but then the you next morning, I was like, like, I did something wrong. I did that. Yeah. So I got a call from my buddy. He's from Hopkinton. I live in Saugus, so it's like an hour away. <laughs> he calls me. He goes, hey, so this girl has missing Red Sox tickets. And like, where I'm from, like... It's not the hood, but like people thought I was from the hood, you know. Especially going to Austin Prep, like I was, yeah, I was, know. I was thought of of the kid more so from the city, you know. Like people from Lynn versus like someone from Andover, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, what yeah. I, mean? I, I didn't act that way, but it was just portrayed. It was more like they thought streety, yeah, for, compared to someone that's an eye doctor's kid. I mean, yeah, I, I yeah, wasn't, yeah, you know. No so, so he calls me. He's like, "Hey, like, did she? Did you steal like Red Sox tickets from this girl?" I was like, "Dude, no." I was like, "I would be at the Red Sox game if I stole tickets from her." And I'm like, so they don't, like, in my head, I'm like, they don't know about the milk, the milk or the pee. The pee. She doesn't know about the milk or the pee. And I'm like, oh, my God. And to this day, I've never gotten contacted about it. I don't know. Do you think I, I think she bitched about the whole thing and just didn't, like, I think she might have said, like, you dumped milk all over my couch. But, like, I don't think they realized my intention. Like, I didn't want them to see it. I wanted that shit to mold and, like, just fuck. But, see, that's how I thought when I was a that's kid. A that's how I thought. I was like, fuck you. Like, if you, like what, whatever it might have been. It was fucked up. It was a very fucked up thinking Yeah, but way. I feel like people have their moment where they do, like, shit like that. Like, like destructive type of... I mean, if we had a site... We Dude, I get spray-painted a, a building once, like... That's a, pretty much the same thing. Yeah, like you didn't. I mean, mean I've do done that. like not destructive things like that. Oh, I'm trying to think. I went through a phase. Like where when I was, I was like 14, I think I had like all these ninja stars, and my mom and Robert like separated. And like a year later, my mom started dating this dude, and we moved into his house, bro. Wow. And it's early. It was like right away, kinda. And yeah. I was like, not that I didn't like the dude. 
I didn't really give a fuck about him, though. You know what I mean? Fuck him. I was kind of like, fuck him. Fuck him. So, one day, like, this was, like, playing Call of Duty days. I'm just, like, going downstairs to, like, grab something out of the garage, and I see all my ninja stars there, and I freshly sharpen them. I freshly, I and just I'm had like, them sharpened. I'm a, to the and I kind of was, like, still a kid, so I'm like, I'm going to go play with them. So I'm running around the house, Riley, humming these ninja stars. That's definitely not safe. Like 10 of them. I had, I would come around the corner and pretend there was bad guys in the room. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, that's the best. Acting like these bad guys were no But here's home. the thing. A week later. What you would do if someone came into your he house. He goes, what's up with all these holes in my walls? I don't know nothing. And he obviously knew it was you. Like, there is no so one else in the house. you know what I said? House, like... I go, you know what? I actually did it. And I said, I did it with the knife right there. I did it with a knife. To kind of like threaten Just to be off. like, fuck I you. I could throw it through your throat. <laughs> but it's not really what I did. I was throwing ninja stars to be like a little kid. And that's what happened. And like... That's why I never want kids. Fuck. I've been destructive. You know what I mean? But not in like... Not really. No, I was Intentionally, bad, but intentionally. I was yeah, bad, man. Not was to bad. like make somebody cry. Dude, I was bad. I just like... Dude, I... So, here's, a, here's another great one. So, uh... Being destructive, I actually took. So while I was in high school, again, it was actually not high school. It was freshman year of college. People aren't gonna want to listen to this now. What? I'm kidding, because <laughs> they think with thieves and ninja stock throwers. No, no, I think they can relate. No, but that's like somebody's gone through something like that. Well, yeah, because so I don't I'm, know if anyone's like through ninja one, stars but, and and stealing yeah, but being milk. like a fucking little guy. Like, um, I was hooking up with this girl. And I, for some reason, like, I just felt as though I needed to upper deck this girl. Like, I don't know exactly what came over me. I remember, like, my friends talking about it and, like, saying, like, talking about, like, what, like, I just thought it might have been cool, you know? Like, honestly, when like, this? when I was, like, 18, you know? Like, I was, I, I, I didn't know any better. I didn't fucking know. Like, I just was, like, oh, like, I was a comedian. I was a class clown like how you were. And it was just like, screw it. I'm going to go and upper deck this a toilet. Like, screw it. So I bring <laughs> shitting in the urinal. Dude, dude shitting in the urinal, which did, <laughs> which did happen. And pissing in the uh, radiator and having it stay. Whatever. You but, hit your head on that radiator because oh, of that moment. Yeah, I know. So I guess I have I guess I have experience shitting in places I wasn't supposed to. I shit outside the other day. That was the Go best. Ahead. Dude, it was horrible actually. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. But so what happened was I like was hooking up with this girl and like I had to go to the bathroom for real. Like I actually did. And I was like sitting on the i t- I'll never forget it. I was sitting oh my on, God, you're actually I was sitting on the toilet. On the toilet with my pants down, about to poop at this girl's house, about to have sex with her. We're hooking up and I had to poop, so I had to but like we were kinda cool, you know. And so I went up on to the toilet. And I was like, I'm going to upper deck. Like, fuck this. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it was like, it was like after a party. So, like, it wouldn't have been, like, ridiculous if it wouldn't Somebody have been like did Riley it. did it. Yeah. And that's when Somebody. I was a kid. Like, if you weren't the 100%, if it was 98% chance it you did it, me. it wasn't me. Do you have evidence? You do have check tape. You got a pick? Yeah, exactly. Nah, so, I was, imagine this, Taylor. I was sitting on the toilet. I sat myself up. Placed myself over the top of the urinal and was about to poop in this girl's urinal. <laughs> she opened the door, bro. She opened the owner. The house. The, the house opens the door to the toilet. Opens the, the bathroom, and I'm standing over the toilet, about to upper deck them. I got caught in the act of upper decking. 
By her. By her. The girl I was not, about. Not about Joey Schmo. About to stick. The owner of the my house penis is looking at you shitting in the top of her Top of her toilet. toilet. I didn't. It, it was. Wait, what it, happened? What she was looked the at look? me and she. The look was get out. She said it, but she didn't have to say it. It was get the fuck out. Did and you I drop? Was, no, I did. I, my poop got sucked right back. Right oh, back in. And it kind of hardens, I think. From the, from the connective air and stuff, anyways. Dude, it was just it was it was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. I think. I mean, like. Wait, did you just leave embarrassingly? Yeah. Did you have to shit? She after? wasn't a girl that like knew any of my friends really. Like she like was like a random, you know, like just a random narc. We used to call him non-athletic regular person. Yeah. You know, or naf and non-athletic fuck. Yeah. And she was a narp, and I just like I did it, and it was just I was just I was always when I went out I was always fucking drunk stories like that's what we're talking about like it's like i you were always doing it all for the story i was doing it for the story it was it do like, i have a bugger on my nose <laughs> you have the big nostrils but. do i i feel like a bit but that was it it was just like i was doing it for the story that was it that was there was nothing more to it i've done it was, a lot for the story it's it that's and that's and where now I've, even more that there is an actual thing called the story on your instagram yes. I've done more for, for the story, story and more pl- like I mean we're public like we're live right now it's like yeah like, but we- that's because I think we got something bro and not to talk ourselves up but like hopefully you someone- shitting in somebody's top deck <laughs> just solidifies that <laughs> this podcast have, is gonna go a lot of places. we have a way to say hey I shit in your upper deck, but I am po- very apologetic about it right now at this I'm very sorry. moment. I, I, I am. And this is honestly, like, this is what I'm using well, for a I lot. that's why I liked uh, I, I've been... Diaz podcast, because he robbed somebody at gunpoint. He stole money from his uncle yeah. and ran to Colorado and is able to say, I'm a scumbag for doing that. Yeah. And this is what I learned because like, of it, I know this is gonna have some bad language. We're gonna have doing certain things. We're gonna yeah, not no eventually like guru. yeah, and eventually we're gonna have like cooler setup, whatever. But realistically, like, this is gonna this be is serious. Cool. Like this is gonna be like uh, we want people to relate. Like we're gonna fuck around and we're gonna tell stories. We're gonna be high. We're gonna be drunk. We're gonna be sober. We're gonna be. I have hundreds of stories. To talk. It, it, hundreds of stories and a hundred things you can learn from. And like our friends will watch and they'll remember and laugh. If you like, don't I kind of hope, like, laugh. a 15-year-old, 16-year-old kid listens to and is like... Damn, I'm going through the same thing. You know, that's, no, or actually, like, the 19-year-old, 20-year-old kid that's, like, my parents, like, telling me to do this and that and school and job yeah. and this, and I've fucking had it. Yeah, I've, I've had, had it. it. I want to drink it. and take acid with my I friends and get not talk up. to you any longer. You are talking right now to somebody, and that's the coolest thing about this podcast, too, is, like... We're kind of almost two polar opposites. We're like, you know, I did the athletic stuff. And not saying he wasn't an athlete, but I did the athletic stuff. I went and did, I went to yeah, play baseball. And yeah, and I went and did that. And like, I pursued different and we had our own whatever, like a uh, journey. And then we came, we always met up when we're back here. But, you know, he went and did that lifestyle of, you know, I want to go snowboard out in Utah. I want to go out to Hawaii and walk around barefoot. Like, he, I didn't get that. I mean, but I didn't I'm get that. I'm going to eat mushrooms. I didn't have time. Exactly. And we'll get to that stuff. But, like, I didn't get that opportunity. I got different types of opportunities. And, like, I, whether you relate to me because, you know, I was a baseball guy and we did sports or because, you know, my parents got divorced. Whatever the hell it might have been, you know, if you relate to me, that's great. If you relate to T, like, 
Yo, that's what we're, that's why we, what, even, what is two of the same guys going to do for anybody? It's not going to do anything. Two different guys is perfect. I only know two other, like, 24-year-old kids that are trying to be in the strip club industry, and they work here. One's a DJ, and one's my cousin, contactively. The one's me, me, me. But, like, between the four, the three of us, there's no other kids, like, able, like, with that opportunity is what you're, you're saying opportunities? Mm-hmm. I've had an opportunity that was, like, not blood-related, not fucking ancestor-related. Yeah, they say they're my family, but, like, you know what? They didn't have to do that. You know what I'm getting at? Mm -hmm. So it's, like, maybe you can't unrelate to my personal story, but, like, I'm going to be able to say, hey, I saw this stripper have her period on stage, and this is the mentality I was going Uh, through. Whatever the stupid story is, bro. Becoming an owner of a strip club. I saw this guy last night, 500 pounds, Riley, come in here and say he was a professor at MIT. (laughs) All right? Saying he just moved from Tennessee maybe a year ago, and he has no friends. He was, like, maybe in his late 30s. and Dude, he was humongous. He would take two plane seats on the plane. And he was like, I'm here to make friends. And I'm like... I'm, like, sensitive like that. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to talk to this dude. He'll yeah. fucking hang himself if I don't. Yeah, pounds. Yeah. You, so you, this, would, you wouldn't even be able to This count. chick that's kind of like a legend, Adriana, she's like an older dancer, but she just knows how to do it. She'll go up to a guy, touch her his nipple, and go, ooh, I remember these. And he goes, in his head, I've never seen this girl a day in my life. Next thing you know, he's walking to the dance room. Or she'll go, you ready, you ready to undress me? Spending 300 Like, she has, like, these one-liners. But anyways, she comes up to the big guy and is, like, not being rude, not demeaning him, just being friendly. She was about to do an hour champagne room with the guy. I gave him 400 fake dollars in, in funny money because he only had a credit card to tip everybody. He was giving people fake 20s. It's like Monopoly money. Handing fake Monopoly money in the strip club to every one of us. Like Legendary. Trying to be everybody's friend, bro. I felt like a little bad. And where he crossed the line was when he pulled his shirt up over his head and was like showing his titties. And he was fucking playing, How, playing with them like the end of like... dodgeball. He was like that guy, oh. that big. The end of dodgeball like guy. The end like of the, dodgeball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Stiller's fat. Jumping dog. around, squeezing his tits, saying to girls, my tits are bigger than yours. Like, joking around. So he, he was having a... His, he hasn't seen his dick he in was, three, eight and, years. And, like, you know when somebody's, like, knowing you're making fun of him? He's like, get this on video. Get a picture. But I could, like, hear it. He didn't really want us to do that. So I didn't take my phone out. But, like, I played along with it. Like, touched his boob. And then he's like, I came back after they were, like, still talking about it. And Adriana's like, motorboat him. So I motorboated him as a joke. And he laughed and he thought it was fucking hilarious. He, he jumps back and goes, what are you doing? He goes, I just said touch him, not kiss him. And, um, and we're all laughing. It's on video of me motorboating this big dude's tits. I can only picture you motorboating so at 600 pounds. I go man. to do what I was doing earlier in the back, like stalking everything and mm-hmm. putting it away. And I come back out and they're like, Taylor, you got to go talk to him. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You're like, they're like, he's the only one that's, you're the only one that he still likes you because we pissed him off somehow. 
he thinks he's, he's the worst person in the world, oh. piece of shit, he's ready to go kill himself, all this stuff, and I'm like, as they're saying it, that sucks, like, somebody's going through that, even if they're not 500 pounds, you know what I'm getting at? Yeah, like, whether or not they're 500 pounds. And I'm looking like... for him, looking for him, and, and he's outside smoking a cigarette, and then I lost him, he was in his car, somebody said he was, like, crying in the car, oh. I'm like, dude, like this is, man. like, kind of wrong, like, this is hurting my soul, yeah, like... I gotta go talk to this guy. I need to fucking give him at least a little bit of what I think I should say. Even if it's the wrong thing to say. And uh, Anything's better than nothing. I couldn't find him, couldn't find him. Finally comes in and he's like, all right. He, he came in to say bye to us. And he's like, guys, I'm out of here. And I'm like, hey, my friend, this weekend we have this going on at the Golden Banana. And right away, he like lit up. What are you talking about? Because he wanted somebody to talk to, dude. I get that. A lot of people in here aren't 500 pounds, but still need somebody to talk to. And it's kind of like That's sad. why they come it's here, wicked sad. That's why they come here. They have Because all companion. walks of life, but people who really need attention come here. And right when I started giving it to him, I noticed him light up. And I said, listen, this weekend I'll be at the Golden Banana. We have two porn stars coming. Come check it out. Hear their names. Go jerk off to them. I was making them laugh. And and I said, but also if you can't make that, we have this coming up. Yeah, like I was him. giving him options, like and he enjoyed it. And as he went out, I made another attempt. I go, my friend, have a good night. It was good to see you. And he goes, and I I think that was my way of making sure he's not gonna go fucking put a bullet in his head. But still, it's like kind of selfish because I make myself feel better knowing at least I tried. But it was genuine. Like, I came from a good place. Like, yeah, you don't want to do it like, if it seems forced, I don't you... know you from two hours ago, yeah, but... I don't know I'm nothing. still, just... like, compassionate. Yeah. You know what I'm getting at, dude? And I think we should end it on that because that was fucking beautiful. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like, look at what you're playing, 80s rock. No, I just gotta go pee. I have to pee, too, dude. Do you want to pause this or, like, end it? Because... I want to pause it. We have an hour right now. I want to pause it. Pause it?